Hello listeners, you're listening to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, I want to let you know that we're actually brought to you by Fortnite and their latest mode, the creative mode. You're kind of wondering, what is creative mode? It's pretty cool, honestly. I've checked it out recently. What it is, is you can go into your Fortnite maps just like you normally could. There's a bit of a difference, though. You can create whatever you want. You can create all these different structures and different things that you want, and unlike the regular Fortnite Battle Royale mode where people are gunning for you and trying to kill you, you can do this without any stress. And then here's what's great. Once you've created the map that you want to make, you can create a custom game mode around it so you can play with your friends. I don't know, maybe you want to make a golf map Maybe you want to make a tower defense mode. You can make whatever you want in this creative mode, and that's what's so cool. Fortnite is something else entirely. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't like it, but what you are going to like is that creative mode allows you to try different modes and different types of gameplay in a way that's both comfortable, new, and friendly, but all the while it's still Fortnite. So check it out, and with that, let's get on with this episode of Three Angry Gamers. Thanks for your time, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. With me, as always, is Dennis and Jamie. How are you two doing? Good. Pretty well. Nice. Yeah. A bit of a light news week. I think, you know, between, like, yeah. E3 and PAX and Comic-Con and all this, everyone's like, we're done. We don't have anything more to announce. So it's a little light, yeah. but, hey, you know what? There's some, some good stuff still. Uh, let's start mm-hmm. with the first uh, bit of news this week. There's a new Overwatch hero coming, and uh, his name is Sigma. And no, it's not the uh, Mega Man X villain, <laughs> as, I, as I was thinking. Though. should be. <laughs> you know, I really hope there's a skin for him that makes him look like Sigma from Mega Man X. Like, I know that would probably be, like, a licensing nightmare for them, but, like, if they could pull that off, that would just be fantastic. But, uh Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jamie, I know you play quite a bit of Overwatch. Uh, is this a hero that you're excited for? Uh, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Like his his like whole like jump everyone up in the air like move like seems really cool for like capturing points. So mm. uh, yeah, I think that that alone makes him interesting. But yeah, I, I'll definitely check it out. It's interesting too mm. that like he seems more like a straight up super villain in this yeah. like because i don't know you get like a lot of these characters that are kind of goofy and fun or whatever like i mean this is a game where you have a hamster in a giant mech so like nothing seems to be too serious but this guy just seems so like edgelord <laughs> like, <God laughs> but i don't know i like his uh gameplay style uh yeah he's got the two sort of rotating bombs that he sort of just throws out and they can bounce off walls which i think would be really good for people who are 
camping or hiding or something like that. So um, that'll be cool. A lot of people have mentioned too that he's got like a deployable shield that like will push itself out. Um, so that'll be good for like a Pharah or a. Um, I'm thinking the other the cowboy guy. I always forget his name. Shit. Um, wait, I should know this too. Damn it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the cowboy guy. The one that is. Yeah, it's high noon. McCree. 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 Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. A lot of people are saying like his directional shield can uh, block like Farah and McCree's ultimates, which I think is mm. cool. Mm. It's kind of interesting that it's like a direct answer to stuff like that, but. Yeah, no, um, it's pretty cool. And yeah, as ultimate, he can like lift everyone up and smash them to the ground. And I'm sure you could probably sync that up with a bunch of other ultimates if you really were, you know, thinking about it. That's the kind of stuff I'm interested in. It's like, how do you pair his ultimate and skills up with other skills and whatnot? So, be yeah. this fun. Um, I guess that reminds me of like an air or like an earthbender with that mm. rock toss. I think he has one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not so much <laughs> it looks fun but yeah he's on the ptr right now so you, if you're playing on pc you can start playing as him right away um i don't know i'm interested to check it out and this is like i don't know i i like overwatch but then there's always these periods where i just like kind of stop playing it but then a new character always brings me back into the fold so um i don't know if we have any of his skins yet but i'd be interested to see what his skins are like so cool so yeah check him out uh he should be out relatively soon i think and i think normally like once they're on the ptr it usually is like two weeks or so until they hit the regular game so i think you should be getting them pretty soon uh speaking of something you can get pretty soon here uh doom one two and three are all being uh, surprisingly released for the ps4 xbox one and the switch this kind of came out of nowhere but uh, I think it was, what? Uh, I don't think it was BlizzCon. What's the QuakeCon? QuakeCon. That's Quake it. Con? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I guess this year it's DoomCon because like uh, it, they they focused on Doom Eternal. For part yeah. Part. So they, they did rebrand it to DoomCon. Maybe maybe they didn't rebrand it officially, but they like were in. Were, they said something about calling it like DoomCon during like uh. the E3 press conference, if I don't if I recall correctly. Well, I think it's like there's like a whole bunch of stuff doom related at this quake con right and i think right. they were probably just like uh it's not all about quake guys because <laughs> it, it really isn't i mean it's basically I mean, when was the last time it was all about quake <laughs> exactly like that's the thing that always gets me about this it's like they call it quake con but it's never about quake like it's never like just purely about it they should just call it like a bethesda related thing at this yeah. point now like bethesda i know con. <laughs> yeah bethcon or yeah something like that or yeah uh fallout 76 con just kidding guys <laughs> we won't subject you to that um but yeah no i it is kind of funny that like because they say what is doomcon doomcon is all things doom at quakecon so it's <laughs> it's still quakecon it's just there's a bunch of doom stuff there too um i think they were actually gonna show the doom movie there which is pretty funny oh man yeah <laughs> And then you oh, can the also... one with The Rock? Yeah. So I think it's fun. Like, <laughs> movie. I feel like people there would probably enjoy that movie, even though it's not a good movie. Um, yeah, I would enjoy it. <laughs> I think just watching it with a whole bunch of your fellow 
Like, yeah. Doom lovers. And plus, it's like, you know, there's people who just enjoy bad movies. So it's, it's a fun experience, I bet. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, you can play Doom Eternal there, which I'm actually excited mm. for. Like, that game looks like fun. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, I, I just bought the Doom remake, so I'm going to be playing that soon. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, that game is fun. And just yeah, in time for the sequel. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of curious, like, what the the actual, uh, the sequel, you know. Like, I had so much fun with the first one, and I feel like it'll be more of the same, but I also feel like it's going to be, there's going to be some new stuff, too. But Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're expanding on all the systems from the first one and just making mm-hmm. the game huge. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked for that game. Yeah. It's like one of my most anticipated games of the fall for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Doom, uh, I guess I should specify too. When I say Doom 1 and 2, it is like the OG Doom 1 and 2, like the ones Classics. that came out in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, and Doom 3. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I was actually curious, like, do we know the pricing on this? Yeah, like... they're, they're out now. So like, oh, okay. uh, yeah, it, it's like four ninety nine for Doom 1 and 2 and then nine ninety nine for Doom 3 on PS4. Oh, that's uh, not too PSN. bad. Yeah, it's not. So you get the whole uh, caboodle for 20 bucks or whatever. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, I've been actually like thinking of playing Doom 3, but I was sort of like, do I want to... I was actually thinking of buying it on PC, but then I'm like, oh, I think mm-hmm. I might just get it on PlayStation. Especially if like... Yeah. Because I think that one had multiplayer. I wonder if they'll try to like make it so that you can play multiplayer of those games on Oh, online. yeah. Um, that'd be something if I buy it. I'll, that'll be the first thing to test. Is like, can you play multiplayer OG Doom? Because I imagine <laughs> you probably could. Yeah, they had like some sort of deathmatch back in the day. Uh, yeah, that would be fun to play. So, I will probably just play through all of them for the trophies because that's what I do. <laughs> It's funny, I'm not much of a trophy person, but I was going through my trophy collection. There's like a few that I only have like three or four trophies left to get the platinum, and I'm like, I should just go through Gotta it. Gotta do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, not a tro- <laughs> I'm not a platinum kind of guy, but I'm like, oh, I'm so close. I should just have to go through and get it. So cool. Um, yeah, speaking of uh, Bethesda, Wolfenstein Youngblood's come out, and uh, if you play the game, you'll notice there's microtransactions, but funny enough, in a very hilariously PC fashion, you can get around it. Uh, people have found out that you can basically go into like the files for the game and basically give yourself the currency for the microtransactions through editing the file. Which is Whoops. really... Yeah. That seems like a huge oversight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How is that not just on a server exactly wow wow yeah so if you're playing wolfenstein youngblood on pc yeah you can just go into the files and it'll literally i've tried this out myself because i was kind of curious and yeah like it'll say like the currency in the game that you use to unlock these things is like whatever you have zero one ten or whatever you can literally just edit that and give yourself like 999 and just unlock everything like it's Wowzers. yeah uh, I was kind of surprised when I heard this and tried this out because I was like, no, there's no way. Like, yeah, you would think it's on a server or something that, like, the uh, right. consumer wouldn't um, be able to change. But, yeah. so Just a text file. Huh? Yeah, that's literally all it is. So, hey, if you know anything about editing files and all this, you could easily give your make yourself rich in Wolfenstein Youngblood, which I did. Uh, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed of it at all because I'm like, yeah, you know what? You put that in there. I'm going to take advantage of it. So... It's all for cosmetic stuff too, so it's not like you 
like if you get that you could win the game more sure, or less. Right. Like there's we'll get to it when we talk about the game, but like it is pretty much just for cosmetic stuff, so but still, uh, yeah, I chalked that up as an oversight that really should have been probably thought of ahead of time. So now I'm kind of curious if there's other games that have done something similar. Because I kind of feel like most times people would think, oh, microtransactions, there's no way I would be able to actually like cheat this, basically. And yeah, now I'm like, yeah. hmm, I wonder if there's other games that have done something similar. Because like, you'd have to think, like most people would probably assume a microtransaction, there's no way you could do something like that for it. So they probably right. wouldn't even bother to look, but... Yeah. So Borderlands like had like a currency in the game, but it wasn't like something you could buy. It was like these the the loot keys or whatever you could get. Yeah. And like you could totally go into the the config file in that game and like get like as many of those as you wanted on PC. But mm-hmm. like you never could buy them, so it's not like you were like circumventing anything. You just would, no. you you saved yourself the trouble of having to enter in a bunch of shift codes, and that was about it. So. Yeah. Oh, I remember that too. I remember when the game yeah. came out. Like, I just went onto this website and I was like, "Cool, got a hundred shift yeah. codes or whatever, hundred <laughs> keys." Like, okay. Just um, number. <laughs> and uh, I think they're using that same uh, loot key shift code system for the third one. So That's be prepared to like, yeah. uh, scam that until you can get a bunch of bunch of things. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that was probably the funniest bit of news this week. And yeah, like I said, I had to try it out for myself, and I was just I was surprised. I'm like, this shouldn't have been this easy. But yeah, seems like that will get patched soon. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's why I went ahead and did it and yeah, got everything. And I'm like, well, you can because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like once you probably give yourself that currency and buy those things, they probably wouldn't be able to take that away. So I'm thinking like, oh, I might as well do it before they change their mind. So. Um, next up, Pillars of Eternity Complete Edition is announced for the Nintendo Switch. So, if you needed a lengthy and very hearty uh, RPG to play on the Switch, here you go. Uh, yeah, have you guys played Pillars of Eternity at all? It's on my list of games that I need to play, and I've just never done it. Like every time, I like, oh, I should probably get that. Like, I, I, I don't end up getting it. But uh, yeah, I feel hmm. the same way. Yeah, like I really Especially do want to play that because, you know, it's very much like a Baldur's Gate kind of. Uh, yeah. So. Well, I just think it's funny that like, you know, Nintendo sort of always has that history of those like hardcore RPGs. And I mean, sure, there's a few, but like there hasn't been probably as many as I would have thought. So I think it's yeah. cool that you're getting Pillars of Eternity because if anything, it's like there's that classic RPG on the Switch you can play this on the go, so... And it's not a graphically demanding game, so I think it'll work just fine on the Switch, too. So... So, yeah. Uh, definitely, if you're a RPG fanatic, I would definitely check that out. You can do quite a bit of character customization in that as well and kind of build a character that uh, you want to play with, so... Fun. Uh, and then, uh, also a bit of weird news this week. Shadows of the Empire and the NES Empire Strikes Back... Uh, game will be re-released on retro platforms so you may be asking yourself what's a retro platform it is literally like they're releasing a cartridge of the game so no digital distribution no nothing like that it is literally just a like n64 nes cartridge so you would have to have those consoles or uh like a newer like retro console that can play those uh games in order to play it so uh yeah bit strange it is a little weird uh 
I wish they'd do that for like some other games, like you know that I'd like to get uh, copies of that I I can't anymore. But like, I guess it's cool. Like, I don't know what the demand is for Shadows of the Empire on N sixty four. I mean, I remember it being pretty fun back in nineteen ninety six. So yeah, <laughs> it just seems wow. very like it seems like it would cost more money, and you wouldn't get as big of a return on investment to like. It seems like it would make more sense to just put it out on PS4 or Xbox One as like yeah. a digital game you can buy for like ten bucks sure. or something. Like, it just seems so strange yeah. that they would do this because like, I don't know. I don't know if anybody who has these retro consoles, so you have to like, there's that barrier entry of that. You have to go buy that console, and then you have to go buy this game still. So it's not like that's that's going to be free or anything. It's like, I don't know. It's like that compared to just paying ten dollars or fifteen dollars for one of those games, like doesn't seem like that great of an idea but yeah it's like a weird like collectors i guess kind of thing uh Mm -hmm. just it's it's also weird that it's just those two games like empire strikes back for nintendo and that like there's all the super uh super nintendo star wars games that i think are superior to the nintendo ones and Mm -hmm. they picked that one so whatever Uh, yeah Uh, for some kind of PR reason or just you know something cool for the fans because they're not going to be making a ton of money off of this I don't think here's the thing like if you want to go play Shadows of the Empire you can go get that on Steam for six bucks right like it's Mm. it's not that much that's what kind of gets me as I'm like I'd be totally I can totally understand if people want to like play these games you can go I'm pretty sure you could probably get that NES game probably somewhere probably through like an emulator I mean, or something yeah you could definitely get the rom for that somewhere you could yeah. probably get the rom for the yeah. n64 game too to be honest i mean yeah if you didn't want to this these days yeah it's definitely right. not too hard so uh seems a little strange uh something tells me this will bomb hard and then they'll be like hey sony can we put this out on your platforms uh but we'll see cool uh that's it for dues uh let's get on with uh what we've been playing uh we've been playing yeah yeah who's Den- first i don't know why don't you go dennis what do you, what have you been playing oh, these days me and my big mouth all right fine i'll go first <laughs> mm-hmm. i actually did play a lot of games recently um i finished hollow knight which uh-huh. i mean for those of you who played hollow knight um and know there are multiple endings i unfortunately did not know um well I, yeah, I think I heard that there were multiple endings, and I just forgot about it, and I just played it through the way that I would. And I got the non-true ending, because mm-hmm. I think I didn't pay enough attention. Because I do recall like talking to the, some of the NPCs that it was probably mentioned that I needed to do something um, before facing the final boss, and I just forgot to do it, and I forgot to... like. I didn't realize I missed some of the... Because there's so many well-hidden secrets in that game, I must have missed it. Um, but this one I missed specifically, which would unlock kind of the true ending. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get it, so I just beat what I uh, found was the final boss. And and that was that. But overall, like the game was really, really solid. I love this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried playing different parts of the DLC before finishing it. Um, and then there are just some of the bosses in the DLCs are just crazy, and I'm not even going to bother trying to fight them. And then there's also, if you know, there's a lot of platforming areas, which 
I hate 2D platformers because I am just so terrible at them. So I didn't also, <laughs> I didn't bother trying that either. But generally, overall, this game is really good. Um, the lore that it tells is very, very similar to kind of like Dark Souls. You learn it through NPCs talking to you. You learn it through just kind of observing the world mm. and maybe through items. And then there's this guy where you can find these collectibles that effectively you can sell for the in-game currency. And then when you sell him these, he's basically a historian and he'll tell you uh, more of the lore. And it's it's just really, really interesting to kind of fill in the blanks yourself in your head as you're learning more and more about the lore. But it's also really nice because once I finished the game, I wanted to know what the uh, other endings were after I heard there were other endings. So I started watching some videos and then kind of dug into some of the lore videos and found that the lore was actually really, really, uh, really, really um, rich and deep. And it was really interesting. Mm. And it was kind of a shame that I didn't really pay so much attention while playing through it. Because near the end, like 50, 40 something hours in, I finished with like an 89% completion, which I thought was pretty much good enough for me um but still i just didn't feel like i had enough mm. um i didn't learn enough about the lore as much as i'd like to so but it's okay i just filled it up by watching some more youtube videos later on but i would highly recommend this game especially since all the dlcs are all kind of packed into the uh game as you buy it from steam or wherever now so mm. totally worth it nice yeah, really good. And I love the soundtrack. Oh, it's so good. I've been listening to it a lot at work. <laughs> I just have nice. it playing in the background. It's really solid. Mm. Um, what else? Oh, I uh, so I have a friend from high school, full disclosure, who went into creative writing, and he started working on this game with some other folks, uh, basically like a visual novel. And he asked me to play test his game. So basically, like I was part of this closed beta. Um, and his uh, this like visual novel is called Revenant March, and no, it's not like a dating sim thing, because um, <laughs> most visual novels are, but no, it's not. Um, um, let's see here. They basically wrote a story about um, this main character you play as is this exorcist and then you're basically kind of traveling around the town and you're trying to get rid of spirits or ghosts and stuff and the story is actually pretty well written um because i think that's probably the best part of the whole game because being a visual novel is not that interactive the art style is pretty good and it was uh it was interesting enough to look at the music i thought felt really good in terms of matching the story and the atmosphere but overall i think the big selling point is the story itself being a visual novel and mm. i think it was it was good like it held up um but of course i played like kind of an early version and i didn't want to give away the story um i don't know when this is coming out but it's a it's an interesting game i think like um i mean if it comes out i'll probably purchase it just to support my friend but uh if nice. people like visual novels and I, it seems like it's kind of like an episodic thing and they're probably going to be making more if the first one sells okay mm. um this seems like you know it's, it's it's nice to play through just for the story it's kind of like a short story if you want to just sit down for two hours and read through it so it's not bad either nice but then the bulk of the games that i played um 
I think I've told you guys that like a couple weeks ago, uh, the, I got my hands on like a PS4. It's not technically mm -hmm. mine, but I get to play it. So I'm going to play uh, that for, for a while. And then I kind of hooked it up to, I have a, um, whatchamacallit, I have a projector. So every night I basically have been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 on the wall and it's really, really amazing. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm loving this game. I think I'm only an hour or two in, three hours, but I I love the characters. You know, the main character is very interesting. I think like the way the way the world blends in with the missions, I think, is probably the most immersive thing that I've like come across in any game. Yeah, you effectively just like walk up to someone start talking and the mission starts there's no like screen mm -hmm. for loading there's no screen to tell you like what your objectives are it's just like oh you're just along in this world and things just start happening and then all of a sudden now you want to do this thing where you have to talk to a guy or go shoot another dude or something mm -hmm. but it's just so seamless i love that and it's the world looks really nice it's pretty diverse you got really snowy areas and you got nice and sunny areas um and even just like sitting down to play poker with people, the chat, the chatter that they would have and everything, it's just, it's very immersive and it's really interesting. Mm. And I've been really enjoying it. Yeah. I, the one thing that my gripe with um, this is just, I'm so not used to aiming with a console controller and I, I cannot shoot for shit. I'm like, thank mm. God there's aim assist, but still like I had this wolf run up to me my horse in the winter and i took my shots and i missed every single one and then the wolf just tore me, or the it scared the horse the horse buckled me off and then the wolf just bit my neck and i died so <laughs> i mean aside from like the frustration of just not being used to playing shooters or anything that involve aiming on a controller um everything else has been really great like, to be fair yeah. uh mm -hmm. i think that is a common complaint with rockstar games in general is that the yeah. uh shooting in their games is kind of eh <laughs> so like uh, i wouldn't feel too bad about it if you're having issues i definitely recall having a little bit of uh a curve to like figure out like where like the dead zone is on the controller because it just felt like it moved a little wonky when i first started playing it yeah. and i think I don't know if they like specifically do that so that you are more reliant on like the dead eye like feature because mm. like that supposed to make right. it like you know oh it's really easy to shoot people when you use dead eye you just highlight over them and then you know pull the trigger and everyone gets shot like it, I don't know if they intentionally made it harder to aim because of that or or what but it just all Rockstar games basically have that same issue where it's like okay you can lock on and there's a little bit of like aim snapping when you're like moving around but like it just feels loose and, and kind of eh like mm -hmm. right yeah I definitely would agree like I feel like even in oh I think part of Red Dead 2 is is that like they do put in these other factors about your aiming too like I noticed yeah. at the beginning of that game like my aiming was crap but i don't know what it was like getting better weapons or whatever but like my aim seemed to like get a little better so i, I wonder how much of that is not even like just console whatever it's just sure i think that game just starts you off with shitty aim for whatever reason and i can never well, there's like stats right like yeah like you eventually get like better stamina and better better like, yes 
all sorts of stats. I so I, I can't remember if aiming is one of those, but it's very possible that there is something tied to that that makes it like not move so shitty. Because <laughs> I remember that was a that thing where I kept like thinking like, why is my aim so shitty? But then like later on that game, like I was actually aiming a lot better, and I think it. Yeah. I think li- literally <laughs> aim for whatever reason just gets better, and then spoilers for that game eventually just gets so much worse. But. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's I won't, I won't say anymore. But yeah, I mean that's that's good to know. I'll keep playing, and maybe it'll get better. And I think as I play, I'll probably get more used to it as well. Mm. Um, the thing was, wait, you you mentioned locking on. Do you mean just like holding the L two button and the like, auto aim kind of takes care of it, or is there there an is an auto aim like mechanic that like kind of snaps to targets yeah. like mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. Like I've noticed that. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. Locking on, okay. just like it, it's it's you could just kind of like do the 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 aim to to lock on to snap to a target and then like let go and do it again and it'll snap to another target. Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's uh, even in that game too. Like, the Rockstar snap thing. <laughs> like, yeah, even with that, like I I've always known with a Rockstar game, like you just do that and then you just aim slightly up and you'll yep. always get a headshot. headshot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so like, L2, scroll up, shoot, headshot. L2, scroll up, shoot, headshot. It's just like, yeah. just rinse and repeat. It's, I don't know, it's it's not bad, but it's also one of those funny things that they do. So. Hmm. Okay, yeah, well, I'm enjoying it a lot so far. It's really fun. I yeah. like different camera angles too. You can do first person and third person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I'm having a lot of fun. I think, nice. I think, I don't know if like there's a whole lot of like meaning towards the order in which you do the different missions. Cause I've kind of like would just play missions based on where I am, like geographically. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I was wondering if if you like pick some missions over others would that kind of change the story or is there like a sense of time progressing in the world or is it just one mission after another i think the the time in the world like progresses after certain like events like so there's Mm -hmm. certain story Mm -hmm. missions that definitely like move the the time from like you know one season to another kind of thing in the beginning yeah Um, so I mean, there's some of that, but I, I don't think that like the order you complete missions in has too much bearing on like the overall like path of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah, been a while since I played like that it. game. Now I'm For kind sure. of inspired to go back. To yeah, the yeah, it the, doesn't seem. Go on, sorry. Uh, the, the my favorite thing about that game is just like the random encounters that you kind of yes. like like you're just riding around it's very much like the witcher and stuff like that like you're just riding around you, you see something going on you can do something it just feels like very natural and not at all like oh here's a guy with like a question mark over his head where i know i have a quest to start it's, it's mm-hmm. it just feels really like yeah integrated no you're yeah. right i was so surprised yesterday when i was playing because i was just riding through the woods and then this random dude was like hey a stranger and I'm yeah like, oh what does this guy want and i stopped and he's like, there's no time for small talk. I'm like, huh? And then he pulls me off his, my horse yes! and then jumps on my horse and runs away. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, like, luckily I reacted fast enough to pull out a gun and shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> Those sorts really of things angry. are so <laughs> I was like, oh, I was yeah. both pleased. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad this game has things like this. But also, like, fuck this guy. So I looted him, took his body, put it on my horse, and I just found, like, a cliff and threw it off the cliff. Because <laughs> I was so mad. This guy's like, how do you just jack my horse like that? I'm 
the badass here. Like, you're not supposed <laughs> to do that to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, this game's man. not right. No, but no, it's really good. I love these little random encounters. And I think I, like, sucked the venom out of some guy's leg after he got bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> and then he saw me in town again. He was like, oh, go buy yourself a gun. It's on me. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> and then I yeah. bought the gun. And after I came out, I was just like, thinking i'm like how ironic and funny would it be if i just shot him with this gun that he bought for me <laughs> i didn't do it because i didn't feel like I, I wasn't like i didn't want to play an evil character but i just thought that would be really funny just because it's so ironic but, and no, definitely really like the game. compared to other games i feel like red dead 2 definitely like your choices do ultimately impact the uh, ending of the game so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think i noticed there's that bar i think it's like an honor system and you can be like right. dishonorable or not yeah uh, i'm kind of like still pretty much in the middle which i guess is probably not where you want to be you kind of want to choose one or the other mm. yeah it'll take know. a while for it to go all the way to one side just from doing random stuff but you'll 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 notice like oh i did a bunch of like random small things and it you know little ticks here and there to, to kind of push it that way mm -hmm. mm. yeah fun game great game i um yeah, I noticed like checking, you know, when I save and stuff in the menus, it already told me that I have like 20% completion. So the single player isn't that long, is it? It's not like some of the other Rockstar games like GTA 5 where there's. Yeah, it might just be like the 20% is like specifically story missions or something like that. It does, mm, it, right. I feel like it goes up a bit, like when you do like a big story mission and then like you'll do like a bunch of crap that was like all random stuff and it went up like half a percent and you're like oh okay yeah. so okay. i definitely felt like that game was really long yeah oh okay that's good to know yeah i was wondering yeah. if it was going to be like a shorter-ish game compared to some of the other ones okay cool yeah i think there was even some of points course. where i wished there was a shorter game because it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah please, I, know guys, I just want to finish this game and it won't let me yeah yeah, that's how I felt with Hollow Knight near the end. <laughs> that's why I didn't feel like exploring anymore. I'm just like I'm, I've played enough. Like this yeah. fifteen dollar game is like giving me so many, like so many hours. But like I've had it. <laughs> yeah, at a certain point you're like, please, I have to move on with my life. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So the last thing I kind of dabbled in was Dead Cells. Heard about it. it was really good. Um, so I gave it a shot, especially coming from Hollow Knight. I'm like, I need another like kind of Metroidvania 2D kind of game to like fill in the blank. And I didn't want anything that was like Hollow Knight. That was basically another game that I had to just play entirely through. And then I realized that sells kind of like a roguelite. So I really enjoyed that. So I can just pick up and play when I feel like it and drop mm -hmm. it again if I want to play some other mm -hmm. games. So I've been enjoying it. The combat I like a lot. feels pretty smooth. Um, and i just like the animation it's really cool oh, yeah. like despite being all pixely like all the characters look really interesting and the character you play all the little gestures he does like it's very emotive like i found that they did a great job expressing um the guy despite the fact that like he didn't have a face and <laughs> pixel art so yeah no, it was good good fun a lot of colors and interesting weapons that i picked up and it's hard and i've died so many times already but it's oh yeah it's fun. oh yeah yeah that's a game that'll all... piss you off quite a bit until you actually like get into a groove yeah it's like every like time you die you're like 
should I just get a little bit more stuff to unlock to help me get a little further next time? Mm. Yeah. Right. Cool. All right. Next? Uh, yeah, Jamie, why don't you go next? What have you been playing? Sure. So it was a light week for me for the most part. Um, I've been playing uh, the Dr. Mario World game on my phone on my commute lately, uh, which is, it's okay, I guess. Like, I don't know, like it, so it's like a free to play puzzle game and it is kind of like Dr. Mario, but not at all like Dr. Mario, if that makes sense. So like standard dr mario like is like mario's standing on the side he's throwing pills into a bottle and like they're falling down you have to like match colors to like get rid of these viruses whatever and in this one there's like no like measure of urgency whatsoever you get pills and they go from the bottom of the screen up and they just kind of you like drag them on the screen they float up and then you can like hold your finger on it to like hold it there and you can drag it wherever you want on the on the screen and then like Mm snap it into place or you can let it go after you place it somewhere and it kind of floats up until it hits something um it's really weird like getting used to like the difference but like once you get the hang of it it's uh fun uh it's just it's just so like it's like a very interesting adaptation of dr mario i I don't know if i'd call it dr mario if i was nintendo but whatever um (laughs) So, yeah, like, you just basically run through levels kind of, like, Candy Crush style and, like, play through puzzles and eventually, uh, I don't know, I haven't gotten to, like, a boss or anything like that to know if there's anything, uh, Mm. you know, super different. Um, Yeah, it's okay. Like, I don't know. It's got a lot of those, like, free-to-play things that kind of drive me nuts. Like, you have uh, hearts and that determines how many levels you can play before you have to wait or buy time or more hearts or whatever so like every time you start a level uh you spend a heart and then uh you know in until you run out of hearts and i think they recharge at like a rate of like one every 30 minutes or so so if you're like playing on the train or something like that when you're going on a commute uh you might use all your hearts and then just be like all right cool well i guess i'll play on the way home so that's basically the way i've been doing it um Mm. yeah it's okay i don't know i i I feel like i need to play it a little bit more to like determine whether or not it's really scummy or not but uh so far it's it's like leaning towards scummy as far as like the microtransactions Mm um i don't know who nintendo i don't think nintendo developed it 100 percent on their own i think they got someone else to like do it uh as like a partner um but yeah it's just it's got it's got some cool bits in it like you can pick your doctor out of like a bunch of other doctor like nintendo characters so like uh you could be dr bowser or dr peach in the beginning which is kind of weird <laughs> and i don't know like the the biggest difference is like you know you get like a like a superpower for each doctor and like the, the mario like it'll be like oh, all right mario uses power and it clears the the line that's like furthest down on the screen so like if you have Mm. a bunch of garbage piled up you can clear like all the stuff that's the lowest uh bowser like clears random garbage so it doesn't like you know pick anything uh specifically just kind of picks random pieces on the on the screen and then peach had like some other uh power so i went with mario because i figured that would be the best one to use to start um right and then you unlock doctors and then you get like you get like follower characters so like you get like assistants i guess is what they're calling them and like so you start off getting like a goomba assistant and then you uh 
get uh, other Mario characters will give you different bonuses. So like I think mm. the Goomba gives you like extra coins when you finish a level and you use the coins to like buy power ups and and uh, stuff like that. So cool. yeah, I, I don't know. It's fun, but it's it's not like amazing or anything like that. Um, right. So I've also been playing uh, a bunch of World of Warcraft. I am like one hundred percent like back into that, which is. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Told myself I wouldn't do it, and then I did it, and now I'm, like, surprised, but I shouldn't be. Um, mm. so yeah, I, I, I capped my character, uh, and then I've just been, like, kind of just trying to get him uh, geared up to do some more endgame content. Um, mm. So I've been doing, like, world quests, which is basically just, like, random things that pop up on the map that get you better gear, and you can power up, like... In the newest expansion, you get this, like, necklace that, like, uh, basically everything you do in the game, like, gives you, like, bonus power to, like, level up the necklace, and it starts off at, like, a lower level. And the, as you as you level it up, you get more bonuses, and, and uh, the item level uh, will increase. So, like, just been kind of doing stuff to get my item level in the game uh, up to where I can do more uh, endgame stuff, so... Um, I really like I really like the new expansion a lot, and mm. I haven't even done like anything like of note yet. <laughs> so I've just been kind of walking around doing like random world quests and PvP, and and uh, not even I haven't done a single dungeon yet, which is weird because like usually that's like the first thing I'll do in a new expansion. So right. so yeah, I'll be doing that soon. Just haven't started it yet. Uh, my biggest I guess my biggest complaint is that in this expansion they kind of removed like the really specialized gear for like a class so like mm. in every other wow expansion like you can earn like some gear that like is like death knight tier or whatever gear mm -hmm. and it's like really cool unique armor for like you know whatever class you're playing and in this game in this expansion they like kind of killed that and like three uh, like all the plate wearers will have the same style look for like their their special gear, and it kind of is like that sucks. disappointing that they did that. Yeah, so like Death Knight used to have like cool there's skulls on all the armor that you get for Death Knight or something like that, and mm. now it's not like that. It's weird, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's still fun and uh, and still fun to gear up and all that stuff. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably be playing WoW for a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> And the last thing I played uh, in the last week, two weeks, uh, was uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah. Yeah. So I picked it up when it came out, and I've been kind of, like, picking away at it when I can. I haven't gotten super far. Like, I think I might be only on, like, Chapter 4 or 3 or something like that. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, like, I dig it. Uh, it's a little bit less of, like, a like a isometric rpg than i was expecting it to be because i haven't played those like original ultimate alliance games in a while and it's mm. definitely more of like a beat-em-up feel to it than yeah. than i was remembering it um and i think like when you start off you basically get like three attacks for every character you get like a light attack a heavy attack and then you get one super move that you do and i guess then you get like a, a ultimate attack or mm -hmm. um, so you get four attacks and the ultimate attack is like when your meter's full, you can do it, and it's like super strong. Uh, and the the power attack or whatever the hell they're called uh, that you can use to like team up with other characters and you like combo those, and that's fun. Uh, but like 
I've really only been playing it by myself so far, uh, so I haven't really gotten to experience any of the co-op, which I feel like is like one of the biggest selling points for this game, is to like play mm-hmm. with other people. Uh, and as playing it solo, I feel like it really shows that like the game needs co-op. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, like basically like the team up attack stuff is like really powerful way to like you know get enemies down quickly and like when you're relying on the ai to like do the team up it kind of sucks like they're like you're like all right i'm standing here waiting for someone to do like a team up with thor and like no one comes near you when you're trying to attack someone so you're just like okay cool i guess i'm not gonna do yeah Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah i mean like it that aside i think the game is very fun uh it's cool being able to use you know the what is it 30 characters that they got in there mm-hmm. i mean i think i've unlocked a little bit over half of those or by now and uh they all kind of feel like unique enough to like warrant playing different characters um they have uh the boss fights are pretty fun so far mm-hmm. um i do like they have like this whole like trial like system in the game where like you find these little rifts while you're playing and like if you go in one it's like a little challenge mode thing where uh you can you know complete the challenge and unlock a bunch of materials to do upgrades and stuff like that Uh, Mm -hmm. so that's cool it seems like it'll add to like the the uh longevity of the game Mm -hmm. uh yeah i I dig it a lot like I, i think it's my biggest complaint so far i guess uh would just be it's hard to keep track of your character because um, there's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> like, and yeah. sometimes, like, there'll be like 50 guys on the screen, and you're trying to keep track of like one little red circle under your character to like know where the hell you are. And sometimes yeah. it's easy to lose. Um, and then I just feel like the blocking in that game is absolute trash. Uh, it's hard to like know when to block and like how to be evasive and not get hit. Uh, mm. So I find myself just constantly just eating damage when I probably shouldn't be, just because I don't really understand what the hell is going on. So uh, lots of times, instead of being like strategic and like trying to dodge attacks that aren't like big giant boss attacks, like just from regular enemies, like I just don't even try. Sit there and let them wail on me while I'm trying to kill them first. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean for the most part, I enjoy it, and uh, it's got a lot of cool little Marvel. Uh, references in it and uh it definitely will be playing it all the way through so nice yep i might have missed this but do you play through the entire game as like one hero and then maybe another time as another hero or no. is the mission no. set up set up uh so so basically like you start off with i think the first four heroes you can use are all like avengers something like that and mm-hmm. oh no sorry it's the guardians of the galaxy i think is where you start off and so uh you don't really get to switch any characters until you get to like the next chapter in the story but then from that point on they have like these little like shield uh like pads that you can like walk up to and that's where you either switch out your team or level up uh character uh progression stuff um so yeah you get an opportunity like every checkpoint basically to swap out your team and try to make a different uh team which is cool because like uh depending on who's in your team you get like different bonuses so like if you have like all the avengers you'll get like the avengers bonus and if you have like Mm. three people from like the spider-man you know universe you'll get like a different bonus for being like web slinger and so it's kind of cool that you get to like you know compose a team around those bonuses and try to like 
find team that like fits the scenario to get maximum damage on like something you're trying to finish mm -hmm. um so yeah and it, it's encouraging you to like switch like not just play the whole game as one character because you might not need to have you know uh captain america to beat like some boss that's really sensitive to like magical you know attacks or something oh, like that. I see. Mm -hmm. yeah cool so all right yeah i like it yeah uh spoiler alert but i'm playing the game too and <laughs> it's pretty fun uh i got like some gripes with it but all in all i'm enjoying it i think like my biggest complaint is that when you start the game, you start the game with a pretty large pool of characters, but then as you play through, you'll unlock new heroes, and they will scale to the current level you're mm -hmm. at, which is fine, because it's like, you know, if you go unlock someone like uh, Black Panther, which is like later on in the game, he's going to be level 25 to 30, depending on your current level, which mm -hmm. is great. But then there's also these characters in the beginning who are like level 5 that I'm like, I probably should be using, or you need them for a trial, and yeah. I'm like, I can't do anything with them because they're so low level. Like, there's one uh, trial that I want to do, which is to beat it only as a Hulk, but my Hulk's, like, level 5. And I'm like, uh, do I go through and farm through and try to, like, get my Hulk to level 5 or to level, like, 30 or something so that he can be done? Like, I wish there was just a better system of that because it just seems weird to, like, take all these new characters and basically make them, like, you know at least viable enough to use, but then some of these ones that you start the game with that you probably didn't touch are, like, still level 5. It just seems very strange. And it seems to, like, yeah. put some like, characters into, like, a position where, like, you don't want to use them when you probably should. Uh, yeah, definitely agree with that. Uh, so, like, other games in the past that, like, have that, like, oh, you have an active team, like, they've done things where, like, oh, you'll level up your other characters just not as fast, and this yeah. game just ignores your other characters. So, like, yeah. it'd be cool if, like, they gave you, like, everyone, when you are when you have them unlocked, gets, like, some experience, like, even if it's, like, a fraction. Like, if you're getting, like, 25% experience for, like, Hulk, at least then, like, you're level yeah. 20, he'd be level, like, 10 or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like, it would make it a little bit less of uh, a uh, discrepancy. But the one thing the game does do is they have those like experience booster items you can get yeah so like if you like find yourself like you really need to like level up a character that you haven't been playing as like i feel like that's the only thing i've been using those items for is to like catch yeah. someone up instead mm -hmm. of just trying to like over like power level someone that i'm using i'll use that to like catch someone who i haven't been using up to like closer to where i'm at yeah but yeah there's not a ton of those items so like no. it's not something you could do reliably for the whole game no you can try to farm them through the infinity trials or whatever, right but right yeah it just doesn't seem like it was that great of a system and i kind of wish there was um mm -hmm. and then also too yeah it's uh yeah like some of like the synergy attacks which is when um two characters can do an attack together mm -hmm. it really is like there's not a good notification system for when somebody wants to do a synergy attack with you. Like yeah. basically like your hero portrait in the bottom left will like show an A 
button to like show like hey press the a but it's so down below and you've got so much action on screen that you're not paying attention to that so there's been so many times people have been like dude why don't you do that synergy attack and i'm like i didn't even know you wanted to do one like yeah yeah it's frustrating because it's like i like i wish there was something that was maybe up on the screen in the center like hey press a to do the synergy attack or maybe over the head of the person that wants to do it like there's there could have been a better way to do that because yeah i don't know why they didn't put it over the character like it would make so much more sense to be where your eye is rather than yeah. the corner of the screen yeah and like i get it because if it's down there with the the switch is pseudo d-pad thing then at least you can kind of see it but like you could have just done it where it's above the person's head and that would have been at sure. least a little better to like see like oh this person wants to do a synergy attack with me got it or at least be a bit more forgiving on the time because like right yeah, it's only a few seconds and then it just gives up and yeah it's just frustrating right uh but i do like how it's introducing the heroes like every time they introduce a hero there is like a really fun moment where it just stops and gives like a bit of text on that person so even if you're not the biggest marvel fan like i feel like you could definitely figure out like who some of these characters are and the game does a pretty good job of giving you unlocked characters pretty frequently mm -hmm. um there's some that you still have to go through the infinity trial for like my, i'm gunning for thanos because you can actually unlock thanos in this game so uh mm -hmm. i'm going for that but uh yeah for the like just playing through the story you'll unlock characters pretty easily so even if you don't like your original team because uh, I think you start off with the Guardians and then you move to Earth and you get like, yeah, some like Avengers to start off mm -hmm. with. But yeah, you definitely can build your team. I'm definitely going for more like an anti-hero kind of team. Like I think I have, I mainly play with Ghost Rider, Venom, Deadpool, and then Thor. Oh, nice. Yeah. So some pretty fun, fun team matchups. And yeah, I do like that you can sort of build your multipliers for like damage and whatnot so for instance like with the anti-heroes like it really boosts the damage so i'm doing like a ton of damage to enemies which is great nice yeah so a lot of fun uh i'm i'm on chapter like seven i want to say or something like that like i'm pretty far along mm -hmm. um i think there's only like a few more left and then i'll beat in the game but yeah i'm enjoying it so far just a few little like things that could have been probably better but oh and the co-op too i think we haven't discussed this, but the co-op is uh, yeah. atrocious yeah um so if you play this game make two save files one for your co-op games that you're going to play with your friends and one like that you can just play solo if you want to play this game solo because if you're playing solo and you're and your friends are not on the same chapter as you you can't play co-op with them and uh, it's fine if you want to play like the Infinity Trials, but if you actually want to go through the story with your friends, you should probably make a second save file because the game does not let you just hop in with your friends if they're on a separate chapter. So something to keep in mind. Um, I also picked up Wolfenstein Youngblood. This is the co-op game. Uh, essentially sort of pairs you with uh, well, your two siblings who are basically looking for BJ, who's your father, uh, going through Nazi-occupied Paris. It's set during the 80s, so there's a lot of like 80s references and stuff like that, which was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and if you've played through uh, any of the new Wolfenstein games, you know like those the gameplay in those is like solid, like really well done. And uh, pleasantly, I can say, yeah, Youngblood doesn't disappoint. Like the gunplay in this is as good as the last couple games if not slightly better um so that part was great 
Um, I was a little disappointed by the story and how it decides to show or give you some elements of the story. So uh, a lot of it is during gameplay. Uh, so a lot of important story beats are being delivered in the middle of like a battle. And so I, in theory, I think this is kind of cool because it's like, okay, it's a little bit more natural. You're not going to like stop for a cinematic always for like a really important thing. Like sometimes it's just in the midst of battle, you learn something about a character or something like I like that mm-hmm. element. I think that's cool. But the problem is, is like there's also all these other audio audible elements going through. So you're trying to like hear this important story element. And that's just like, go flank him from the side. And you're like, shut the right. fuck up. I want to hear what's <laughs> going on with the story. Um, so that was really frustrating for me. And like, I don't know, I was playing with my buddy and like we kept saying to each other, like, did you hear what they just said? Like, I couldn't hear anything that they just said because like it like and I get it. Like, that's just. I mean, that's kind of realistic, I guess, but it's just more frustrating than anything because, like, I really just could not figure out any part of the story and then later would reference things and I'm like, was I supposed to know this? And it's like, well, I guess it was revealed in the middle of gameplay, but, again, radio comm chatter or whatever just totally disrupted that. So that was really aggravating for me. Um, I ended up having to go through and read a plot summary when I was done just to, like, pick up the points that I missed. And I was just thinking, like, I shouldn't have to do that. Like, the game should just be able to, like adequately tell me the story even if it was like a little bit more cinematic based i would have preferred yeah. that to what they did so a little so, disappointed so the other issue with 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 doing that like it's a co-op game so you're going to be like talking to your like you know wherever yeah. you're playing with so you're going to be talking over the, the story stuff which seems like that would be problematic <laughs> yeah that too yeah yeah like that that's definitely lumped in with there too um and like i was thinking like okay cool if you could do that and like i would what I would recommend if you play this game is play it with subtitles on. So at the very mm-hmm. least, like you can maybe read these things in subtitle yeah. form. Uh, I know like not everyone plays with subtitles on, but like I would definitely recommend it for this. If you want to be able to pick up on the story beats. Um, um, as far as like the co-op is concerned, like how reliant on co-op is the gameplay? Like, is there stuff where like, it's like you have to use two people to solve puzzles to like open doors and stuff like that. Or is it, mostly just like two people shooting a bunch of nazis together and then you know there's there's not too much coordination needed there's like a few things where like you both have to like press a button to open a door at the same time stuff Mm -hmm. like that it's not too crazy though um i think what was probably the most fun about the co-op is that there are a few enemies where like you know you have to maybe distract the enemy while your other person has to go behind and flank them so you're maybe Uh, like firing at them trying to keep their attention on you while you're partner goes around and flanks him from the side stuff like that like it was pretty inventive in that way uh in terms of like a co-op shooter like i i don't think i was ever worried but i was kind of like how do you do wolfenstein but co-op and i think this answer Mm -hmm. said yeah it was done pretty well so um yeah no that was all this stuff is pretty solid all around uh the other thing too that was kind of a complaint is that the progress in the game in terms of like ability points and kind of dispersing of all that was a little probably inconsistent. There were some points where I just felt like I was stuck with the abilities and I wasn't progressing as much as I could have or should have. So I definitely felt like they could have maybe made that a little bit more consistent and a little bit more interesting. Cause like, I don't know, part of these games is like part of the fun is like unlocking new abilities and stuff and 
there is like a perk tree that you can go through and stuff like that. And I was just a little disappointed that it went a little slower than I was expecting it to. And again, there was some parts where I just felt like I was stuck with the same abilities and I wasn't actually progressing as much as I could have or should have. So that could have definitely used a little bit more work, but uh, yeah. And it is a little short too. Like I think we managed to beat it in like one sit through. So mm. I wasn't actually counting the time or anything, but we, we, beat it and want to sit through so it's not going to be that long which i guess is probably good because if you're playing a game that is largely relying on co-op you don't want to like maybe be halfway through and waiting for your buddy to be available next time to play but i don't know yeah. kind of felt like i wanted a little bit more in that world to explore so i don't know it's not bad but certainly like it could have been a lot better than this i'm a little disappointed so um cool uh, I picked up Detroit Become Human. It was one of the free PlayStation Plus games for this month. And I don't know. I've always... I've not been the biggest fan of that developer, Quantic Dream, I think they're called. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I always feel like whenever you're playing those games, it's a lot of like fake human emotion. <laughs> and uh, it really just... Yeah, like playing Detroit Become Human, I just like, I don't know, I could not do it. Like I played it for like a couple hours and I just stopped because I was just like, like all like <laughs> the dialogue and stuff was so cringe inducing. And it's just like, I don't know, it just felt so fake and not original. And I, don't know, I wasn't that interested in it. So, mm -hmm. wow. okay. Yeah, I, I think that's just a me thing, though. Like I've never really been into the David Cage. I think that's the head developer's yeah. name like i've never really been that big of a fan of his games and i've had some people say detroit become human is like his best one yet but i played it and i was just like i don't know this still seems like a dude who doesn't know how to like write interesting characters so um playing a ton of apex legends uh i i think in terms of like multiplayer games it's the one that i've been playing the most this year uh ton of fun Right now, I've unlocked another legend. So right now, I have Octane, and then I also got Caustic, who uh, drops these um, these poison bombs. So if you go into an area with a bunch of people, you can just drop this like poison bomb and just like choke them out until they die, and it's just great. Um, ton of fun. The new expansion's great. They change up the map, so there are some areas that I used to like rely on, and people are like, "Why are you dropping there?" And I'm like, "Oh, but this is place is good." And they're like, "Nah, no, nah, they changed it. No, it's like not as good in the expansion." But so I'm still getting a little used to like some areas just not being as good as they used to be. But uh, that's part of the fun. Um, oh, and I've not been playing Pokemon Let's Go Eevee anymore, so I'm taking that off. But yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, I plan on playing through the rest of Ultimate Alliance 3 and finishing that up. So, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah. And I think the next time we record, the new Hearthstone expansion will be out. So, that will be something to look forward to. Maybe good or bad. We'll see. <laughs> cool. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Bye-bye.